welcome back. In this episode, we're going to discuss altars. What is an altar? What is the bare minimum of an altar? What can an altar contain? Explaining the elements and what goes into effect upon invoking your demonic divine. An altar is a special place you choose and decorate to summon your chosen mentor or demonic divine. What it can consist of varies from person to person and from practice to practice, i.e. a Satanist altar looks completely different than a Wiccan's and so on and so forth down the line. What a basic altar looks like is a table with a cloth over it. Black, red, and white candles. Normally, each candle serves a purpose. An inverted pentagram or a sigil of Baphomet. Complete with an incense holder and incense and hand-drawn sigil of choice. This, in my opinion, would be a basic altar. Black candles are for curses and protection, while red is a color of passion and represents sex. These are good for love spells or sex magic. White is a color of purity and therefore purifies and cleanses the air. It can also be used as a stand-in color in the event you are out of a specific one. In the event you are a practitioner and have to hide your things in a hurry, as in you live with your parents, but are a fellow Satanist or practitioner, keeping the bare minimum also keeps you under the radar of suspecting eyes. For the more advanced occultist, a devotional book or handwritten journal to document your encounters, good or bad, is always a handy tool to keep as well. Also your favorite pen or pencil. Some of the more Extra components of a altar or a dagger or atheme is also handy, as well as making sure to cast your intent in cardinal directions, as well as for blood offerings or offhand hair offerings. A chalice is a mainstay of the altar. Many ceremonies and rites would be incomplete without one. However, There is a misconception that alcohol or liquor is to be kept in these. Maybe on occasion, but not all the time. Personally, I put tea or lemonade in mine. The bell is also a good tool to cleanse the air and thus invoke the spirit. There is nothing quite satisfying about ringing a bell, hearing its tolls, in complete silence thereafter. Next is a lancet 
which is handy for drawing blood with a specific point in mind. Lastly, divining objects, such as a pendulum, black mirror, tarot cards, and perhaps bones. For my personal altar, I have a golden lantern for reading, a black and white pillar candle, a dagger, incense box, a black mirror, and my sigils. But rest assured, there will be more to come. Why the inverted pentagram, some ask? Well, the points represent the elements, fire, air, water, earth, and spirit. The sigil of Baphomet has Leviathan written in Hebrew around it with the goat's head in the middle. Some also ask, why the goat? The goat represents wisdom. It is no surprise that some find knowledge intimidating. After all, we are in the age of information. Ignorance is optional. One thing that I would like to discuss is how to invoke the demonic divine, not evoke, but invoke. Evoking is like calling someone last minute and telling them to come over. Whereas invoking is asking them in a peaceful manner. You would choose your demonic divine, prepare their sigil and write their in on it. You would chant the in three to five times and then begin with the invocation. If they do not show then it is probably not a good time. Do not feel saddened. Just know that not every invocation will work at any given time. Some demonic divine prefer specific times of day. You might have to change up your invoking schedule to suit. My favorite to invoke is Lucifer, and I know his in by heart. For some people, writing things down keeps the memory fresh. Or you could repeatedly say it in your head until it sticks. I've been your host, Lavicious Black. Thank you for listening.